Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I'm Tom. And welcome to a kind of a bonus episode. Um, originally, th- this is what happens when life gets in the way, you guys. You know, <laughs> we, we wanted to do commentary uh, tracks for your, uh, I don't know, listening pleasure. You know, if you wanted to go back and rewatch <laughs> those episodes and maybe have us playing in the background kind of deal. Uh, and then we said, hey, you know what? Let's, let's just do a season one recap. And, and that didn't really quite come through either. Um, but Tom, you reminded me that we did one on your show and we I, absolutely did. Yeah, absolutely. We did. And, um, you know, I, I said that I would eventually put this episode on here. So, so here it is. This is the Jake and Tom's, uh, before and after a season one Cobra Kai. So we, we finally got it. All right. Uh, so I, I'll have to admit, it's been a long time since I've listened to this. I don't, in, in the show, do we explain the before and after review concept? Yeah, we do. Um, and also, uh, one thing, the, the, the biggest difference, uh, with Jake and Tom, Conquer the World and, and Cobra Kai Companion, um, obviously, is obviously is Jake. Yes. Yeah, so Jake is the lead host of the, of the show. At least he talks the most. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that Jake definitely talks the most. And you guys also do a beer. Uh, or drink, adult beverage segment. Yes. You know what? I, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, I, I don't know about you, Peter, but I try to keep what I say on this show to like a PG 13 at most rating. Okay. Just because I figure there might be kids listening to something about Cobra Kai or parents who want to, you know, listen to it with their kids or anything like that. So I, I'm very mindful of that on here. I am not mindful of that on uh, Jake and Tom Cocker, the world. So if you have uh small kids, if, uh, certain words offend you that uh, would normally be bleeped on television uh, i'm sorry yeah it, it i mean it, it is a, a little bit different um also you edit that show and our styles are very different uh you also incorporate like uh you know uh, music in the in the background and boy did you do a great job um, oh, it's, yeah, oh, thank you. I, I don't want to, you know, spoil anything, but you know, the, your your choice in music selection uh, was uh, was quite top notch in, in in this particular episode. Um, and so, basically, you know, if if for whatever reason it doesn't make it into, uh, you know, the final product. The before and after, basically, or we we got together before Cobra Kai season one aired. And mm-hmm. based off of what we had seen in teasers and trailers and character clips and things of that nature, we kind of gave, you know, projected what we thought what would happen and gave our thoughts based off of that. Uh, mm-hmm. we came back after it had aired and then we talked about, you know, we kind of did a season one, um, yeah, recap and we even speculated about season two, which we weren't too far off on certain things that have already been revealed. 
Really? I might have to go back and re-listen to this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm patting ourselves on the back, but I am patting ourselves on the back on, on some things. You know, um, I don't remember at this point, like, who said what, but I was all like, huh, mm-hmm. hey, we weren't too far off, you know, so. Interesting. We, we sounded like smart podcasters for a sec there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so uh, I don't think there's anything else to say, but uh, we'll go ahead and play that clip now. What is this? This feels wrong. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. No, I want you to set a fire so goddamn beg the gods will notice us again. That's what I'm saying. I want all of you boys to be able to look me straight in the eye one more time and say, Are we having fun or what? And when one comes across someone with such talent, with such a gift, well, don't let that go to waste. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Because I'm the evil midnight bomber! What bombs at midnight? Ah! <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> and here we go. Hey everybody, this is Jake and that's Tom. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing great, and we once again have a very special guest. Uh, actually, I think he was on, what, two months ago-ish? We have Peter from... God, what, how many podcasts are you on now? You're on... A lot. Uh, four Hydrate, and a half? Five? Hydrate Level 4. We got five. We got five. And Hydrate Level 4 is actually now called Podstalgic, sir. Podstalgic, yes. Oh, I didn't know you actually changed the name. Okay. Yep. Uh, there's also, what, TV Ate My Brain? Uh, TV Ate My Brain? Yeah, music yeah, ate my rotating brain. guest. Music Ate My Brain. Um, Back to the Future, the animated series. And also, uh, this may or may not be me. I don't know. I can't say. But a, a uh, postal carrier podcast soon come. So Yes, I was going first, to uh, yeah, was first ask episode, you about uh, that. Recorded. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Do you have a do you have a name for the show yet? Postage do, and Postage. it might it may or may not be me as okay. the host. <laughs> I'm looking forward to, to listen to this mysterious show. Yeah, because it's you know it's gray area like the, a show like oh, this yeah. actually shouldn't or isn't supposed to exist. So we're going to be very very careful how we word things. Yep, well aware of the situation. Yes, <laughs> but yes, we're all here, all three of us. All yes. right, um, and we're going to talk about a few things, but before we get to the meat and bones of this episode, as every episode, first thing we're going to talk about is, what are we drinking? Peter, you're the guest. Are you having anything delicious this evening? Um, I am not drinking, but I did have this, uh, I guess this is like a Vietnamese dessert, um, but you have it in a cup and you sip it through a straw, but the consistency is more like a milkshake, I would say. So I had that earlier. Now, is it, a, is it a warm dessert or a cold dessert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it, the warm one. Interesting. Awesome. Interesting. I have discovered... It's not real warm, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I had discovered... Well, it's not recently. I started hearing the term probably like a year ago, maybe. I guess this term has been around for a while. I just never really knew it had a name for it. I just thought it was sad and pathetic. But now I know it's called day drinking. And <laughs> I have a couple days off this week. So I started or I got up. Uh, I slept in. I got up early this morning, got the kids up to school like I usually do. Went back to bed, slept in until like 11. 
and got up, took a shower, decided, hmm, I have no plans for the day. So I started <laughs> drinking early. I have probably, um, I don't keep track or count, but I've had equivalent of probably, I don't know, six, seven beers, a uh, couple of shots. I'm on, I'm on a, a whiskey and some uh, Pepsi Zero right now because, you know, gonna watch the old waistline yeah and uh overall just been a, a, a fairly buzzed day today i don't even know what all i've drank to be specific like i don't have <laughs> there you go you drink enough it's for me been, and you it's just been a great day so spring break just wrapped up but uh <laughs> the last two weeks were spring break see what happens in this, the good old state of michigan spring break is actually and it's probably the same way everywhere i assume but spring break is over a two-week stretch you have like one chunk of schools all take their spring break on one week, and then the next week, all the rest of schools go on spring break. And I work at a area that is a family-oriented area that I can go to. And for the last two weeks, I've been working pretty much nonstop between my two jobs. I was if I wasn't at one job, I was at the other. Great for the paycheck, great for the wallet, but unfortunately, uh, bad for my sanity. And this is why you did the day drinking. This is why Jake's day drinking today. Yes, I needed that because. <laughs> um, I couldn't even drink much during the week because I do try to, like, if I know I'm working, if I got to be up at 6 a.m. the next day, I don't come home and drink. And there was a lot of days where I I would get home around 11 o'clock at night from job number one and have to be up at 6 a.m. the next day for job number two. So I really didn't get a chance to drink much this last week. So I'm trying to make up for it now. I guess. But now I'm like in the exact opposite way. Now I'm, now that spring break is over, uh, one job is basically done until summertime. So, yeah, all the time <laughs> in the world to drink. Oh, no. Nice. All right, Tom, what are you having? All right. Uh, I actually talked about this uh, about a week and a half ago on our Facebook page. Uh, I Oh, I know where you're going to go with this, and I was I actually I was going to buy some, too, but go on. Yes. Uh, I happened to look over in the beer section, and I saw a label that featured a peanut dressed like a pimp. It is PB and J. It's made by Shorts Brewery up by Jake's Neck of the Woods. Uh, I've been holding on to this for a week and a half because I wanted to save the first sip for the show. It's because it was such a weird concept. What they did is they they took uh, a berry flavored drink, mixed it with a uh, peanut butter porter, and they're calling it a PB and J. And I'm kind of nervous about this because it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be just a a bad, bad, bad mistake on my part. But uh, let's let's find out. Oh, my God. It tastes like peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Good. I actually had a conversation (laughs) about this with some people like I I play D&D with, and uh, it was brought up there, too. I'm like, that's funny because I have a friend of mine who was talking about it, too. And I saw you made a post of the picture, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to go buy myself some of this. And when we record, I'm going to make sure that I go before Tom, and I'm going to talk about it before he goes because I know we asked what he's going to be drinking that night. And then I got drunk today and forgot. This is so weird. It tastes like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, except it's a beer. Um, I don't know if I can recommend it, other than the novelty. It is just so damn weird. I, that's how. That's the only way I can describe it. It's it's kind of flat. It's not huh. very boozy. You know what? Go ahead. If you ever have a chance to try this, try it. It's it's an experience. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. I'll check it out. That is yeah. weird. 
All right. I like, uh, I like it when things taste the way they're actually advertised. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, so, Tom, <laughs> we are, we're not just talking for the hell of it. We don't have Peter on just for the hell of it. We had him on for a specific reason. That word always troubles me. It's hard. Words I are hard. I want to say Pacific. But I a mean a lot of people do that. Specific. Yeah. yeah. And I try I hate I don't like to sound I realize I sound like an idiot most of the time. I try <laughs> to avoid it when I can. Anyways, we got together for a specific reason, and that is we're talking about this new show coming out. And oh my god. Oh my god, we're gonna talk about it. And yes. this is gonna be a pre-show. Um I don't what's the plan here, Tom? Are we gonna like uh are we going to do like a before and after thing? Or? Yeah, we're going to do a before and after, but this is going to air on both of our feeds as well as probably okay. uh, TV Ate My Brain. We're going to do the before portion right now. It's going to be fairly short, and then uh, we're going to come back after the series debuts and then cover the, the after portion. Okay. Well, it's, going to be one, and it's going to be one episode. Yeah, you, you may have shared with me to plan on, but I may or may not have actually been paying attention. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds all too familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that at least I'm honest with Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. You were talking. I wasn't listening. <laughs> All right. And what show are we talking about? We are talking about Cobra Kai. Yes. Red tube. Red tube. Red. Red tube. Red, red YouTube. I thought it was what like is YouTube? YouTube Red? Pretty sure Red Tube is a porn site. Right now, let me. Uh, <laughs> right I've uttered told on myself. <laughs> Yep, RedTube is a porn site. <laughs> wow, they could have thought up a better name for their service than YouTube Red, given that. Oh, YouTube Red. There we go. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, yes, it's exclusive on that, so you must be a subscriber. However, we're hoping okay. that it's all dropping the same day, right? That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, because then we could just do the month trial for free. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so I guess I'm sounding a bit like an idiot here. It's not going to be on, like, normal YouTube? No, it is not going to be on... It's going to be kind of like a... YouTube has a pay service? <laughs> they, yeah. They've had a pay service for quite a while, but nobody's had any interest in any of Really? The, yeah. Nobody's had any interest in the shows that they've had until Cobra Kai. I'm not oh, making yeah. this up. No, I no. There's, there's, there's <laughs> I a bunch of uh, shows I, that they already have. I saw it. Like, when I, remember, I remember seeing the trailer, and the only thing that clicked in my head was, it's going to be on YouTube? But that's stupid. How are they going to make any money off this? Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. YouTube has a subscription service. Yes, they do. Yep. Huh. And it's been around. It's like, it's not a new thing. It's not launching. For a couple years. Yeah. Like a caveman discovering fire. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, I mean. I gotta Google this. Hold on, I gotta get rid of the... Or or just YouTube it. (laughs) There you go. But I'm excited, you guys. Um, I think another reason that I'm on here is because Tom joined me on my show uh, just last year, around this time, I, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, we did three episodes because three and four had, had its own episode. So yes. you can find Credit Kid 1, 2, and then three and four included a interview with an actor from part three. That was in that third episode, so. Yeah, definitely uh, hunt that up on Nostalgic. Yeah, and not only that, you know, I, I do do original remake, and this is kind of that. It's more of a, an original reboot, really. It is. Continuation. 
Now, do we want to talk about the trailers that we've had? I think so. I mean, there's uh, they, they've revealed some things in these trailers already. Especially that last one, because, I mean, they had a couple, like, teaser trailers where they just kind of showed a recreation of the tournament set, but they weren't giving away any of the plot. Did you um, watch anything today? No, no. Was there something else that came out today? Yes, there was uh, three half an hour clips uh, of three different characters, and I don't know if you kind of want to go over that since it sounds like I might have been the only one that saw them. Uh, definitely. Well, what, what's going on with them? All right, so one introduces a character uh, by the name of Sam LaRusso, a uh, daughter of Daniel. It seems as though she has uh, uh, taken a liking to the guy that uh, Johnny Lawrence has taken under his wings, this uh, other character, Miguel. He's the one that you kind of see in most of the trailers. Okay. So in his 30-second teaser, he's talking to Johnny Lawrence, and Lawrence doesn't want him hanging out with any of the LaRussos. So this is going to be your Johnny and Daniel from part one where they weren't supposed to, you know, well, they weren't friends then. But it seems as though Daniel's daughter and Johnny's new apprentice like each other, but they are being told by the older versions of themselves, essentially, that they cannot hang out. Is this like the Karate Kid version of West Side Story? Uh, and then the third one, I don't remember the name, but it's Johnny's uh, son. Johnny has a son who resents him or something. He thinks that Johnny's a loser because at one point he makes like a reference to the tournament and him losing to you know, Daniel LaRusso. So there's a little bit of a, like a father-son dynamic there where it seems, seems like his son hates him. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see, too. So a lot going on in uh, in these little 30-second teasers. Hey, why don't we kind of review a little bit about the original, the, the, the main trailer, the main trailer, the main trailer that, that actually told us a plot. And I mean, we, we had known for at this point for probably a few months that, hey, this kind of thing was coming. But when we actually saw the official trailer that dropped and gave us an actual plot synopsis of what to expect, that's when I really got excited. That's when I like, holy shit, that's where they're going with this plot. I have to agree with you because I knew that Cobra Kai was going to center around Johnny, but I didn't have any kind of real interest until I saw that trailer. And I, I don't think they've come out and officially said it, but... Since this is Johnny's story, I'm pretty sure they're showing Daniel LaRusso as being the bad guy in this. It did seem like that from that trailer. Or at least kind of a kind of a douchebag. Yeah, a, a quick recap of the trailer for those who maybe may or may not have actually watched it. And that's actually been a few weeks. I should have rewatched it before we start recording, but again, day drinking. <laughs> so it's the story of Karate Kid 30-ish years later. I don't know if it actually says the exact number. 34. 34 years later, and Johnny, the bad guy from the original movie, is basically a washed-up loser, sleeping on his floor, surrounded by beer cans, you know, just a typical... Yeah, I, I think I sent both of you guys that, that big question with the screenshot where it showed him passed out on his living room floor, surrounded by spilled Coors Light, talking on a flip phone in the year 2018. It doesn't get much loserish than that. He's huffing paint. <laughs> and uh, at some point during this trailer, you end up seeing like uh, all of a sudden the you know the Karate Kid is like what was he like owning or managing a used car lot or something or he owns uh, it. It's the uh, Larusso Auto. Owns a, yeah, owns a, owns a car. Uh, owns a car lot. Is doing commercials. Still kind of riding on his karate success. 
which they got to ask the question, who's the real loser here? And But he <laughs> seems successful. And all of a sudden, there's this moment uh, very much mirroring the original uh, original story where, you know, old washed up Johnny sees a kid getting bullied. And then uh, I think the kid ends up getting hit in his car or something. And he gets involved, not so much because they're bullying a kid, but because his car got hit. And he ends up beating the crap out of a bunch of young punk kids. And that inspires him to basically reopen the Cobra Kai dojo. All of a sudden, his arch nemesis finds out about this and ends up trying to shut it down. And they had this great squaring off moment in the trailer. I, I know I'm missing some other stuff. But that's the broad strokes of the trailer. Anything else important in the trailer that, I, that I'm missing? You, you nailed uh, a bunch of it. Um, although there's one point that it's, um, I, I think it shows like Johnny's motivation a little bit. You know, he sees uh, Daniel's like billboards all over the place. You know, and then you get like the juxtaposition, ju- juxtaposition. Yeah, that. Des- and Despacito. <laughs> no, I think that's a song. <laughs> um, but you see uh, a very similar shot with Daniel rolling up, and then he sees like the Cobra Kai actually opening. So you get like the two, uh, two different shots of both characters in their car, seeing some, you know, the the other guy like on a billboard, basically. You know, I just love the fact that if they're going with the angle that Daniel is the bad guy, that they chose his profession to be a used car salesperson. Is there yes. any scummier position in the world than that? Uh, I don't As know a, if used cars because I've never seen some like newer cars there. I was I was expecting to see to see like a bunch of beaters, but no, they they all look relatively new, new models. Hmm. On behalf of the Jake and Tom. Uh, Conquer the World podcast. I'd like to officially apologize to all used car salesmen who may or may not be listening to the show. Serious the views typical, in this, uh, I, I'm talking the views about the Jake and Tom Conquer the World podcast. <laughs> At least not your half of it. <laughs> uh, right now, there's some used car salesmen out there like, fuck you, Tom! <laughs> uh, but no, what is the tone of this series? I can't tell if it's a, a drama, a comedy, a dramedy. You know, Tom, like I, I had that. Um, I, I'm still questioning that, to be honest with you. The, the, the first couple real trailers that we actually get, totally, I feel it's supposed to be a comedy, and even some of the lines, you know, where Daniel's in the, um, at his uh car auto place, and Johnny is in, you know, came to see him or something, and then a uh, colleague of Daniel's is like, oh, is this the guy whose ass you kicked? He goes, well, technically, you know, I kicked his face. You know, like, so there's that joke. So I feel it's supposed to be a comedy. However, these new 30-second teasers that just dropped today, they all seem to be a little serious, you know, with, you know, the family dynamic and stuff like that. So it's, I'm not sure. I I think it's going to be both, you know, some comedy here and then some seriousness throughout the, throughout the show. Now, what are we expecting out of this show? I mean, is there anything in particular that you want to see out of this, Peter? Well, just the fact that in, you know, I hate to word it this way, but the fact that it's coming out on RedTube, RedTube, <laughs> YouTube Red, <laughs> you guys, you can, come on, figure it out. <laughs> so eventually, yes. Um, but on YouTube Red, the fact that it's coming out there and you have to have a subscription, I don't have high expectations, but the fact that uh, Ralph Macchio and uh, Billy Zapka, the fact that they're both back, I think that, you know, you gotta be excited about that. I gotta admit, the fact that it's on YouTube Red and that they're trying to build their entire service around this show, 
I'm kind of hoping that it's a good thing because they aren't gonna try to stick their flag in the ground on a show that sucks. At least right. you wouldn't think so. So, fingers crossed. I'm hoping that this is gonna be a good show. I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna have the same feel as the original, except maybe told from a completely different point of view, which I personally find really exciting. And I, I I'm just hoping for a, a good show. Jake, what about you? I just want something that's going to be both, you know, have heart and be fun. And this looks like it's going to have both those things. But mm-hmm. this movie, I mean, it's based off one of one of my favorite movies from my childhood. But it's not just a generic sequel. I mean, they could. I mean, they've done that. They've done the generic Karate Kid sequels. I mean, exactly. You guys did a whole a run on it's them. It's not a remake. Yeah, it, it's a continuation of the original story. And it's told in a different way. I mean, it's, I, I like the fact that they're mixing up. I and mean, this could have been, this could have just been a movie. Could have made a, few, it would have made a few bucks. But they could have probably made a movie about this. But I like the fact that they're going with this format. I'm not sure how I feel about it being on Red YouTube because up until 20 minutes ago, I didn't know this thing was like, existed. So apparently now I got to get a subscription service this thing. But they did have a free month tri- trial, so hopefully I can catch this whole thing in that month trial. If not, I'll figure something out. Yeah. Or you mean Tom will figure something out. Uh, that's what was implied, <laughs> yes. Yes. I feel that was pretty much right up with us. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? What do you want out of this? I think I'm on the same page as everybody. I want a good, fun story that has the same spirit as the original two movies. I want it to be updated, but not totally different. And I want it to kind of surprise me. I don't want it to go through the motions of a lot of these later day sequels or reboots or anything like that. And I think I think this has all kinds of potential. I'm happy that you, Tom, are looking forward and excited about this because you are the big like sequel reboot hater. You know, of this group, you know, you're the one who hates any kind of any time where someone, oh, why don't they make something original? All they do is go back to the well on everything. I'm happy that something you're actually excited. Karate Kid is one of those situations where they've had a lot of sequels already. They've already had a reboot. And let's face it, you know, I, I covered this on Peter's show. But most of the sequels weren't that good and I refused to give the reboot a chance. So I'm grading this one on a curve. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that it has the same spirit as those first two movies. Now, one thing that we had just occurred to me: what about the original? I can't remember Martin Freeman. Is that his name? The guy that played the uh, original head of Cobra Kai. Do you think he's going to be in this at all? I don't think so. Uh, I feel he's too old. But who knows? You know, we might get um, you know, like how they're doing a Fuller House. They're they're not really you know Michelle's not on the show, but they reference her. It might be one of those. Yeah, a lot of shows that are coming back from old things. They reference characters. Their, their presence is felt, even mm-hmm. though they're not, even though the actor or actress isn't there. Any specific moments that we're not seeing in the trailers, but we're expecting? Like me, I know at some point these two are going to go at it. I don't know where exactly it did. It, there was a moment where they kind of look like they're squaring off in the dojo, but I want to see them. I want to see them get into a fight. And because this is Johnny's story, do we think Johnny will come out on top? I think so. I really do. I don't think he will. I think they'll get into a fight, but at the end of the day, I think he's still going to lose because... I, well, I have a feeling it's going to be a couple fights. And I have a feeling that, yeah, you know... Yeah, this is, this, is, this, is, this is a multi-episode show. Yeah. So I mean, there could be a few times they square off with each other. 
Now, one thing I am expecting them to bring up is kind of the elephant in the room, and that's Mr. Miyagi. I was just thinking about that. Now, the real actor has been... He's been gone dead. for, what, 15 years? A long time, yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have to address that, and I'm really curious to see how they handle it. I, I, I think they'll address it very, very simply. I don't think they'll spend a whole lot of time wrestling, wrestling with it. You know, I think Danielson will, you know, mention it. You'll probably have a tearful memory moment, but that's going to be it. I don't think we're going to spend a whole lot of time with it. I, I'm just hoping that they do it more respectfully than they addressed uh, the absence of Elizabeth Shue's character in Karate Kid Part 2, mm-hmm. where yeah. she was cheating on him and crashed the car, and that was it. <laughs> it was bad. But Peter, what do you want out of this show? Is there any moments that you're hoping to get? I'm hoping to really get a 360, which I, I feel like we're already getting. Or not 360, 180. Just the fact that it is Johnny's story. Uh, I like the shade that he throws at the whole wax on, wax off. Did you guys catch that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I loved it. Any special so, way you want me to wash his windows? I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. So I want more of that, you know, and if we can get Daniel uh, acting more douchey, that's the way Johnny sees him, you know, so the audience should see him that way, too. So that's what I want. And I think that's, you know, um, I I don't want to say that's a fresh, like a fresh thing perspective or whatever, but I feel it might have been done, but it's not done enough. You know, instead of like all the reboots, it's like the same beats, the, the same people. Well, give us this reboot and just reverse the roles. You know, the there's this fan theory that Johnny is the good guy this entire time. Okay, let's see that, you know? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the fan theory, and that's something I feel we got to touch on in the pre-show. So the first time I heard of this fan theory, and I don't know actually if it started there or if it was just used there, but I remember watching How I Met Your Mother. And the character of Barney, played by Neil Patrick Harris, talks about this in the early seasons of the show we talks about karate kid he he gives this whole big long speech about how daniel was not the hero of that story if you really look at it the real karate kid was the bad guy you know he he really was the you know and and in the end daniel wins the big competition by cheating by using an illegal move and even the name of the story is the karate kid which is would actually be the other guy the other guy I remember watching that. I think it was hilarious. And they had callbacks on it, including the famous Bachelor Party episode where both actors appeared in that episode. Really fantastic moment. Uh, Tom, I don't know. I know you were a How I Met Your Mother fan, but Peter, did you watch those? Or you even know what I'm talking about? I know of the show. I've never seen. uh, I might have seen a few episodes. Not a lot. It wasn't one that I watched. Yeah. Okay. But there's a, a very famous YouTube video out there that goes into great detail, detailing exactly why Johnny was the good guy and Daniel was a little punk that deserved to get his ass kicked. And it's kind of hard to argue against the evidence that they present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though like even like their initial meetup and their fight, Daniel picks that fight. He does, yeah. And honestly, if the writers of this show were smart, they would incorporate that into the narrative. I see no last here. <laughs> now, the last thing I want to kind of uh, touch base on before we put a pin on this until the show debuts is the marketing campaign. I have to admit, I'm I'm really impressed. I mean, you could tell that YouTube is putting a lot of faith in this series, and they're generating a lot of good word of mouth, but they're also doing some really clever marketing. Last night, I sent both of you guys this advertisement 
for the Cobra Kai Dojo where you can email them, you can go to their website, and you can even call to schedule appointments for lessons, I think. Now, did either of you guys call this? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to try something here. Uh, Peter is going to go ahead and call it, and we're going to try to get through to Johnny. Uh, Peter, do you want to go ahead and try that? Set that up? Okay. You want to learn how to fight like a badass? Then maybe your Cobra Kai material. Leave a message with your number, and I'll call you back if I feel like it. Johnny, my name's Tom. Uh, I've got this kid across the road from me. He keeps walking through my yard, digging up my flowers, and I don't know what to do anymore. And finally, I've had enough. I've got to go to Cobra Kai and teach this little punk a lesson. Call me back. Yeah. I, I need your help. Pronto, man. <laughs> All right. So let's see if Johnny gives us a call back. Uh, if he does, we'll we'll try to uh, we'll try to patch that through. All right, let's see We're if I can sorry. hang up first. An application error has occurred. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay, there we go. But no, I thought that was just brilliant. I mean, it it's. What what are you guys' thoughts on this? I thought it was hilarious. You know, it reminded me a lot of some of the the little viral marketing that happened with the uh, the Dark Knight movie. Yeah, and all the yeah. different creative ways that they did they did theirs. I mean, this is on a, a definitely smaller scale, but it's still been really really good. You know, the trailers have been great. All the interaction stuff on Facebook's been great. I haven't really been seeing what they and I know they've been doing some stuff on Twitter, but I haven't really been paying much yeah, attention. But I know um, they have been. But this right here is, I mean, this type of marketing campaign is what's making me think that it's not going to be a totally, completely serious television show. I think there's going to be a lot of room for laughs. I definitely don't want, I don't want this to be too super serious. You know, the thing that makes a lot of those great movies when we were a kid great is the fact that you don't take them too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So is there anything that we want to kind of touch base on before uh, we part ways only to meet up again uh, when this show is on? Uh, uh, which is when uh, again? May 2nd. May 2nd. And right now it's currently April 9th. So it it's going to be a little while, but I, I've been itching to talk to Peter and Jake about this show. And I wanted to kind of get this out of the way. So uh, having said all that, we will talk to you again uh, after May 2nd. Uh, it's going to be a couple weeks for us, only a couple moments for you, uh, the listeners. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and plug a podcast. We are back for you. It has only been a few moments, probably listening to a few uh, wonderful podcasts being plugged. While we, on the other hand, it's been like a month-ish. Two months. Two months? Two months. Wow. Good old days of two months ago. I don't even remember what we talked about. We talked about Cobra Kai. We were talking about our our experiences. uh... And what our expectations were. But now we have watched the entire series. At least, uh, at least a few times, I, yeah, I'd imagine. I have watched it like three times. Okay, I only watched it once. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into our enjoyment of it. Uh, you guys have been talking about this show at great length. Yeah. So uh, 
uh, for me, I, I just can't wait to dive into this. Uh, Tom and I, we talked about it very briefly when we were hanging out together a few weeks ago uh, at a comic book convention where none other than the main actor from the show was at the convention. Yes, William Zapka himself. Yep, I mean, got a chance to ask a few questions, and it was uh, it was a good time. Uh, but right to it. So, um, what do we want to start, Tom? Uh, why don't we just go ahead and I'll, I'll say it first. Uh, I love this fucking show. It was so Same. much better than I ever expected it to be. Yeah, when I first heard the concept of it, I thought, eh, I could take or leave it. Then I saw the trailers, and I thought, wow. Actually, that looks enjoyable. But let's face it, we've all been burned by trailers before. When I started watching this thing, though, I I immediately got engrossed in it. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, like, marathon mainline it all in one night because uh, it was during a busy week for me. So I got to watch, like, the first two episodes. And then, like, three days later, I had a day off, so I was able to hammer out the entire rest of the season. I mean, it was only ten episodes, but they were meaty episodes. They were, and they're only half an hour, but they're a solid half hour. It's not like network television half hour shows which are really only 20 minutes i mean these were 30 plus minutes each episode yeah and i mean you use the comparison to network television most plots of a standard half hour television show on a network broadcaster can be summed up in a couple sentences you really can't do that with any episodes in this show oh definitely no, this was this was very well done. Uh, let's get right to the premise of it. I mean, uh, let's see if anything else to comment. I mean, we, we all sound like we all enjoyed it. Well, did, as I said, Peter, you haven't really rang in that much. No, no, no. Ring, ring. Here we go. So <laughs> now, okay, here's the thing. You guys talked about, you know, when you first heard about it and, and what you guys' feelings were. For me, I was like, bring it on. Um the the franchise, Tom, you joined me on Podstalgic and mm-hmm. we reviewed all four movies. Now, Karate Kid is is always been a movie I've loved. I, I've um uh part two, just as much. Part three, I know it's bad. I'm gonna call that a guilty pleasure. It's watchable for me, but even now I interviewed like what two people that was on that movie. Uh and next Karate Kid, I'll probably never revisit. But I was Is that the one Will kid? No, no, that's the one with Hillary Swank. Yep. Okay. Yeah, wasn't, and the guy who wasn't played... there one with Will Smith's kid. I mean, or am I remembering remake. something? Yeah, that the didn't happen. As oh, far as I'm concerned, okay. yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that movie never fucking happened because right. fuck Will Smith and his moron kid. So hey, uh, he was you know producer on Cobra Kai, so you know we got some of that money put into the show, so we gotta gotta acknowledge that he holds he holds the film rights to the franchise. Yes, yes. Yeah, but no, Karate Kid is a movie that I watched over and over and over. You know, we know that cliche. That's a, a tape that I wore out, and um, yeah, I was I was anticipating this. You know, I, I don't want to say pretty hard because when it came, I was just like, oh wow, you know. So it it, it kind of came pretty quick for me, and I had planned on watching just the two freebies. Uh, what you know, the day it released, and I enjoyed it so much, I started my free trial. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll probably watch another two, maybe three episodes. I ended up finishing the entire series that night. Yeah. I mean, if you had the time to devote to it, it moved so damn quickly. Yep. So, you know, I was eating dinner with my phone in my hand. And, you know, I was just doing all types of things around the house while watching it in the palm of my hand, you know. And obviously, you know, Jake, you mentioned that uh, each episode is so meaty. Well, that's why Tom and I, we decided to cover each indi- uh, episode individually 
and kind of break it down scene by scene. Yeah, uh, and uh, we ended up having quite a bit of fun with that. Yeah, a lot of fun. Jake, I haven't really had a chance to really, truly talk to you about what you thought about this series. I mean, Peter and I have talked about it for hours on end. Nauseam, yeah. What were your favorite parts of this series? I gotta say the beginning. Uh, Just to see how far Johnny has fallen and to see the person he has become in modern day. I mean, I hate to say it, but he had every loser trope that you can imagine from the flip phone to the old ass car to the drinking. What was it? Miller something? Uh, no, Coors, Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. I mean, you know, crappy no friends, crappy apartment. Dad. No. Yeah. Deadbeat dad. No friends. Can't hold a job. I mean, every single cliche you could think of, of just a all around loser he fit the bill for and to see you know when you think about it i mean he was hot shit back in the day and and unfortunately well, let's face it, i think we've all known people in our lives that are that remind oh, us yeah. of johnny from this movie yeah somebody who peaked at way too early of an age and then immediately finding out the contrast of seeing where danielson has ended up Oh, he's all of a sudden this jackass business owner who's just stuck up, spoiled brat kids. Anybody else really want to punch the kid, the boy, the son? Oh, I yeah. If they don't need to be kicked in the face, I'm hoping that happens in the next season. <laughs> because, spoiler, this was, in fact, picked up for a second season. So Very quickly, too. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a bit surprised. But yeah, I I really enjoyed the you know the the introductions of the characters and kind of seeing, you know the 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 building uh, the world building we did early on. I really enjoyed that part the most. All right, uh, Peter. Again, you mentioned that we broke down each individual episode. Uh, but what was your favorite part of this series as a whole? If you could pick out one aspect of it, one aspect. Um, you know, I think balancing. You know, the uh, old cast and the new cast, you know, just incorporating the old world in the new world. My favorite moment, you know, I, I think a lot of people really love episode nine. My favorite moment is revisiting Daniel's old apartment and the transitions and, you know, just that bonding that Daniel and Johnny have in that episode is, is probably my favorite thing of the yes. entire show. Yes, we're really when they finally sit down and talk to each other like adults, they realize that they have a lot more in common than they do their differences. That yep. there really isn't a whole lot separating the two of them. I, I really did love seeing that, yeah. Now, as far as myself, uh, the favorite thing that I had about this series as a whole, flat out, were all of the character arcs. The fact that you, I mean, truly had multiple character arcs where you had all these characters starting in one position at the beginning and ended up in completely different places by the time that 10th episode had the closing credits running. And the characters, I thought, were really, really well fleshed out. I mean, you understood all of their motivations, you understood why they were the way they were, and you understood why they became the way they did. And that is so rare to have that many moving parts all clicking and going in sync at the same time on a show. 
I'm, I'm really, really impressed with the writing on this show. Yeah, the yeah. writing was really spot on. They really they captured the all the feels from the first movie without making it feel like just trying to get attention by showing scenes from the original movie. It worked, you know, like it showed the, the way they showed the flashbacks and stuff. For me, it just the timing was perfect and it just really worked really well. Yeah, for me, um, a word I like to use when describing the writing of the show is intricate. I think this story is so well thought out and developed that every joke hit, every, I don't know, punchline landed, you know, no pun intended there, but it's just, it's so good. It's so good. You can take a line that anybody says and extrapolate like a lot of things from that line that, you know, the content, it's just it's so good. Now, do we have any favorite characters in this show? Oh, that's easy. Not even, not even a second thought. Hawk. Oh. I loved okay. I loved his transformation. I mean, yes, obviously William Zapka's take on Johnny was brilliant. I mean, he really was the main character of the show. This really was Johnny's story. Danny yep. had a big part of it, but this was Johnny's story, and I love what they did it. But I have to give credit where credit is due. Usually when I watch like these passing of the torch style TV shows and movies where they take an original cast from an old show and they bring them back, but they introduce a new younger cast. I usually just don't give a shit about the younger people, but this night, this show, I, I genuinely was interested. I found Miguel's story really interesting. I found Johnny's snotty ass brat kid actually started getting somewhat interesting. I I really don't like him though. I really, I'm so glad he lost in the end. Spoiler. (laughs) But Hawk, I felt, out of all the characters that had an evolution, I realize he's not the main character by any means, but I loved the transformation. He went from being this, you know, freakish, weird outcast of a kid who cries to his mommy and turns into a badass in the end. Hawk is a good character. I I think he was somebody who basically took all the shame and rage that he had to deal with and channeled it into... I, I want to say making his life a little bit better, but there were times when he was flat out a bully, where he was yeah. antagonizing people, especially in like the movie theater, where he was a little asshole. What about no, uh, Dude, that's an alpha th- move? Th- yeah. There's that uh, one time where where they were like outside, you know, probably like lunch or recess or something like that, and he's kicking Bert's ass for no reason. Oh yeah, the little kid, he was practicing <laughs> yeah. uh, moves on him. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, uh, Eli slash Hawk, he's definitely an interesting character. Uh, credit to Jacob Bertrand, who plays him. His transformation, Jake, you kind of touched on it. It's, it is amazing. You know, he's this meek kid, very embarrassed of his lip deformity. I say, he literally hides his face. Yeah, he changes completely. Physicality, mannerisms, and all of that. One of my favorite moments is during the tournament where it's his turn. He walks up to the mat, boom, just jumps up, you know, without, you know, touching the platform or anything like that. Just hops up, you know, just all that confidence that that he displays. It's it's quite amazing. Peter, what about you? Uh, who's your favorite character in this entire thing? You know, Tom, it's it's, it's really difficult to say because we've interviewed, you know, uh, some of the the cast members, and I feel like it, I might be a little biased to, you know, one or the other. Uh, obviously, uh, Billy Zapka is amazing in this, you know, let's call it a film, a five-hour film. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. I'll go ahead and say it. I hope he gets some type of uh, Emmy nomination, you know, for this role, because I think he just embodies this role. Um, I don't think, yeah, I, I think uh, one thing that a lot of people has 
said about this show is it had no right to be this good. You know, people yeah. didn't think they were going to even. Yeah, they didn't think they'd enjoy it as much as they have. You know, it's it's amazing. I've seen very little hate for it on Twitter because I'm going in there trying to see what people are talking about it, and they are saying the exact same thing. But time to get back to your question. I don't want to steal your thunder, <laughs> but I love Aisha. Yes, that's that was going to be my answer. Why do you love Aisha so much? For me, it's you know she was such a joy, you know, and I think she had. The most to do, you know. She she fought like a lot of the other characters did. Okay, so a lot of others did that, but、uh, she had the cyber bullying, right? Other people just kind of got bullied physically. That's a staple of Crowded Kid, but the the cyber bullying, losing her best friend to some、uh, mean girls, and you know towing the line of good and bad, you know. And I don't think she ever breaks bad, and she gets her. Uh, her moment to shine towards the end of the the, the show is just—it's、uh, always a joy to watch Nicole Brown on screen as Aisha. Yeah,、uh, the reason why I liked her character so much was because she had a lot to deal with—with with the body shaming, the fact that she lost her friend to these awful, awful people. But she joined Cobra Kai. She ended up getting confidence that she probably wouldn't have had otherwise. And she still remained true to herself. Unlike Miguel, unlike Hawk, she didn't become a bully. She stood her ground against the person that was bullying her, and she did just enough to basically protect herself and drive her point home. She could have easily beat the shit out of、uh, Yaz, but she didn't. She just gave her a vag wedge, and that was <laughs> it. Yeah. Hey Tom, how about how about this? She's also the only one that tried. To do something about it, she went online and found the Cobra Kai website, and then went to go join. Everybody else, they didn't want to join until they saw Miguel kick ass. So that's why they were in it. But、mm-hmm. Aisha, she wanted to attack this and make things change for herself. Exactly, she wanted to better herself. But she still reached out to、uh, to Sam with an olive branch. She wanted to still be friends. She didn't have to. If anything, she had any every right not to be friendly to her, but she was still good enough to basically be the better person. Yeah, and e- even in the the last scene that they shared together too, in the last episode. Yeah, but、uh, I'll go ahead and I'll say it. If your favorite character, if you already took Aisha, I might as well go and say Sensei Lawrence is my favorite character, just because he's. I, I don't want to say cool because there's a lot of things about him that are very not cool.、Like、he. Is racist. He's an alcoholic. He's a bad father. But you know what? The portrayal that William Zabka had of him was so spot on that he was able to accentuate all that and point out the ridiculousness of people like that. Because we all know people like Johnny Lawrence in our life.、Mm-hmm. And I, I think I、uh, used this comparison on、uh, your show, Peter, where I said that Johnny Lawrence has evolved into the Archie Bunker of this generation. Where、mm-hmm. he's somebody who's so set in his ways and so set in the mindset of his youth that the world has passed him by, but he's too stubborn to realize it. And it, it was just a, a, a joy to watch him try to interact with all these kids. And on top of that, 
I really like the fact that not only did he end up making himself a better person, but in that last episode when he saw that Miguel won the way he did by basically attacking a weakness and going overboard when he was fighting, that I think is going to make him a better teacher. Or will it? I think it will. You know what? Uh, do we want to talk about the very, very end of this show? I, I think we, we might as well. We, we might as well because I'm sure anybody that's listening to this has already seen it. Yes. Yes. The ending, uh, I don't know how much. Obviously, Peter, you you, know, you are a much bigger follower of this movie. You know, I, I, I liked Credit Kid when I was a kid. I enjoyed yeah. it as a movie. I've seen it probably a couple times since, since I've become an adult. Um, but I don't really follow a lot of it. I knew that Ralph Macchio and, and William Zapka, Zapka, only reason why I even got interested in this idea to begin with was from a random bit on How I Met Your Mother that got me excited for the idea of this. I did not know the guy who played Johnny Sensei from the original movie was even still alive. Yeah. Like at yeah. one point he, they say he's dead in the movie or the TV or, or, or the show. Well, maybe he must have actually died. No, it has been. 30 some odd years so you know whatever and then he shows up in the end like holy shit that was that was a complete out of left field for me never would have i have seen that coming what do you think uh crease's reemergence in cobra kai what kind of effect do you think that's going to have on season two i'm not sure you know um but jake to kind of touch on what you were saying about uh being surprised with him i think we all were just because they wrote in there that johnny said that he was dead so we all believed it um, I don't follow Martin Cove on anything, so I didn't. Um, I I didn't hear that he had passed away, so I assumed that he was still alive. But it was a, a complete surprise because they they threw us off, right? And Tom and I we kind of touched on it in in our coverage, but we think that perhaps. Well, I don't, I'm not sure if Tom agreed with me, but uh, I was saying that perhaps Johnny thought he was dead because in part three. That was kind of what they told um, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, like, oh, uh, Sensei Kreese died because there's a, a reveal later on, at least to the characters, that he is still alive. And then that's when they have a big fight with Mr. Miyagi, you know, where he gets to shine. But for me, I don't know what this is going to do. I can't imagine that Johnny will go back to being bad just because Kreese is around. I feel there's going to be some pushback, perhaps. And I think this is a common theory that perhaps Kreese is going to maybe go bring back Terry Silver from the third movie. Um, because everybody is on Twitter contacting the actor who played Terry Silver. It's like, hey, are you coming back for second season? It only makes sense. So we'll kind of see. I mean, perhaps this pushback between Kreese and Johnny will bring back a, a former character here and maybe they will be the villains. It, it's, I don't know. I have no idea, but it's, it's very exciting to kind of speculate. I've, I never saw the third one. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's not, awful. You're not missing anything. And, <laughs> and the only thing I remember of the second one was, don't they go to Japan and fight? Okinawa, yep, Okinawa. yeah. yeah. Okinawa. Yeah, that's the only Jeez. thing I remember about that movie. Like that, I don't know what happened. I just know that they go somewhere else, and that's all I can remember from it. I think, um, you know, if anyone is interested, I mean, there are some very minor references to both part two and part three. They're not big enough where it's going to be mind-blowing or anything like that. But if anyone is looking for a Cobra Kai fix, I would suggest maybe go back and watch part two and part three, and you might be like, hey, okay, that's on the show. You know, like when Daniel first dons his gi again, and I think 
was it the second, maybe third episode? I kind of forget at this point. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, he's in his dojo and he's doing the kata. That's from part three. So if you didn't see that, you wouldn't have known where where Daniel got that. That's something Mr. Miyagi taught him. And the thing I think is really really cool is, let's face it, that third Karate Kid movie. Very, very, very few people like, and most of the people who like it were involved in the production. But the fact that <laughs> they actually included references to it, that it still was in continuity, I I like that, that they aren't shying away from their own history. I do too. Even though I have never seen it, I like the fact that at least they're embracing it. They're not, because we've seen how many times, I mean, we've lost track of how many times a sequel or a reboot or whatever or, or, or something will ignore a part of its history. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. we're just going to pretend that never happened. I'm liking mm-hmm. the fact that they're, they're steering into it. I guess in closing, the last thing I want to I want to talk about, unless you guys have anything else, is predictions for next season. We've kind of touched on a little bit on what Crease's effects are going to be. I'm also thinking Daniel is opening his own dojo, not just having one student. He flat out says we need more students. I'm, I'm really curious on what that's going to have an effect. If it's going to be actually a multi-student rivalry to Cobra Kai, I'm thinking Kreese is going to take over Cobra Kai. I mean, he's going to find some way, some loophole to basically try to push William Zapka or, or Johnny out of Cobra Kai without, you know, he'll have brought this thing back and then he'll have to kind of start over somehow. I'm, I kind of predict that happening. I'm really curious on what's going to happen with uh, Daniel's daughter. You know, there's definite hints that she's going to be more involved physically in the next season. I'm curious in where she, her alliance is going to fall. Is she going is she to start off going to her dad's uh, dojo, or is she going to be convinced to go with her friends and join up with Cobra Kai? If she wants to kick some ass, she's going to go to Cobra Kai. Yeah, right. <laughs> the shipper in me still wants her to her and Miguel to work shit out, you know, because his character, by the way, I felt had the most interesting character change through the story. You know, he starts off being the new generation of Daniel and in the end he turns into the new generation of Johnny. I yeah. I should have seen that coming, but I didn't. Like I thought definitely did not end how I thought it was going to end. But I'm wondering if he's going to also kind of follow Johnny's road and fall from grace on a quicker basis and then kind of make a face turn back. I don't know. I, I, all I know is I'm really curious. What do, you, what do you guys think? I just kind of rambled on for the last five minutes. What do you guys think for other predictions or guesses for the next season? What I want to see, and I, I feel weird saying this because I'm not a religious person, but the, the only phrase I can really think of is... I hope Johnny gives Miguel one of those coming to Jesus talks where he's trying to just slap some sense in him and say, hey, you're doing the right thing the wrong way. And I hope they can get through to him. Not only for Miguel's sake, but also for Johnny's sake, because like I said, I want to see him become a better teacher. Uh, as far as the way that Chris is going to end up in this, I think that he's going to approach Johnny like he's his long lost father figure and he's going to try to ingratiate himself and try to weasel his way back in and I think he's going to be partially successful at first until Johnny basically pushes him back out again making Johnny a a better person as far as any of the kids I think uh, Hawk's going to be just his same weird goofy self I kind of want to see Sam go into Cobra Kai just because all of her friends are there. Plus, it'd be it'd be a, it'd be a great fuck you to Danny. Exactly. You know, yes. You took my son. I took your daughter. Exactly. That and uh, let's face it. 
what teenager doesn't want to rebel against their parent. Mm-hmm. But Peter, what about you? Any predictions? Predictions. Uh, I want to kind of touch um, on. Uh, hold on. Let me think of the the wording here before it sounds incorrect or uh, inappropriate. I want to touch on what Jake said about Miguel. Not touch Miguel, but for me, like. I find a lot of relatability about Miguel, at least up until the um, the, you know, the last episode where he's yeah. just kind of bad. But I like his character because I see a lot of you know my young self in him. So I hope he kind of turns around, you know, in second season. But Jake, I also like what you kind of said about Crease and and Johnny. I have a hard time thinking or. Yeah, thinking that maybe um, they're going to kind of rekindle. I can see, you know, Tama, what you said about Chris trying to come back as like the, the long lost father thing because that was like a surrogate father to him. I wonder if Chris is going to try to take over Cobra Kai because that's originally his. Yeah. And I can't see the students wanting to stay if Johnny's like, you know, I'm not okay with this because you and I, we have bad history. I don't know if there, you know, maybe there's going to be a, a little bit of a disbanding between certain cliques within the Cobra Kai. Maybe some will go with Johnny and some may stay just Cobra Kai because of the name. So that is going to be interesting. I don't, I, I don't have any ideas what would happen with Daniel. You know, we'll, we'll see what, you know, because he was to be a little douchebag who doesn't know how to mind his own goddamn business. That's the hashtag. But yeah, that's going to be really interesting. I think the the focus is going to be Cobra Kai and Johnny or possibly versus Johnny. So um, that's going to be interesting. And, you know, maybe he's going to reach out to Daniel for some assistance. Oh, that'd be awesome. That I could, I yeah, could totally and, see that. And I, I hope everybody returns, you know, uh, including like new members. But all the kids, I don't see any reason for them not to return. You know, even Kyler, the bad kid, he could turn good. Maybe he could join one of the dojos you know Miyagi-Do because Miguel's not in yeah. it you know I was actually come back. I, I kept expecting he was gonna play a bigger role later on in the story like yeah, I expected I, him I did to too. come yeah. back in a big way I did love the beach scene where he looks <laughs> over he sees Miguel and's like uh yeah let's go uh let's go somewhere further at the beach like I'm a I'm a big old pussy now so let's go somewhere hey, else you only need to get your ass kicked so many times before you eventually learn uh, one last thing I gotta say, my favorite line at the end, uh, the last episode, uh, I think the character's name is Dimitri, the kind of sarcastic yep. smartass kid. Mm-hmm. In the end, he's like, I'm rethinking my uh, my decision to join Cobra Kai. I, I forgot exact line. Is like, I can see the advantage of joining a gang. <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, I thought that line was so well delivered. That that kid, that kid was genuinely funny. His ability to deliver a line, I thought was really good. I like that kid a lot. He had a lot of great lines. One of the first lines that he has, you know, uh, I think it's in episode two, you know, Miguel joins him at the table and they're looking at the popular girls and he's like, oh, I'd kill both of you just to have her spit in my face. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot of great lines. Now, there are two other things I want to touch on real quick. First one, we were kind of just talking about it. Did you guys expect this show to be as funny as it is? I wasn't. Yeah, I was I was afraid it was going to be too serious because really uh, the, the original Karate Kid was not a comedy. It had some comedic moments, but I would not call it a comedy by any means. This movie has some legit laugh out loud funny moments in it. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a lot more hilarious than I thought it was going to be, but I did get the sense that it was going to be funny based on the trailers. 
Yeah, but, the trailer. The trailer gave us. I think it gives a pretty good idea that there was going to have good humor in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, afterwards they released, you know, some character introduction promos, and based off of those, I got more of a serious tone. So I think, you know, in the first part of this episode, I kind of mentioned I wasn't even sure tonally where they were going to go with it, but it's very well balanced. There's some extremely laugh out loud moments, and you have some moments where you just, you know, your heart breaks for certain characters. Like Johnny pulling that last six pack of Coors Banquet and realizing that Daniel upped his rent, or uh, just the viral things that Aisha is having to deal with online. You know, I, I my yeah. heart was definitely breaking for her. Now, is there anything about this uh, series that you guys did not like in particular? It was only ten episodes. Yeah, yeah too short. I'm not saying I needed to have a 22 episode season. But I could have used just a little bit more, you know, and that's and that's not so much a complaint because my opinion towards episode counts have changed. I've gotten older. I've started to appreciate the fact that a lot of shows are having a shorter, more compact storytelling seasons. But I still could use a little bit more. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe like another two episodes or something like that. You know, Breaking Bad, the first season was like six episodes. Honestly, I, th- I think you guys are giving this show major compliments right now because all entertainers want to leave their audience wanting more. So yes. I, I, I definitely think, yeah, it's that. high praise you guys are giving right now. Absolutely. Um, I love the shit out of this show. I do too. Um, but I, 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 guess I'm not, not, I guess if I had to have another complaint, I would have liked, just because I do like fight scenes, I would have, every, every episode had some sort of a physical moment, either it was just training or whatever. I could have used a little more of that. Yeah. I, I thought it was a thing, Tom. What's that? I don't need Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, his job is to be a smarmy little shit, so he did well. Job well done, absolutely. All the, exactly. all the, all the little, sh- all, uh, the little yeah. uh, the, uh, Daniel son kid. God, that kid was horrible. L- literally, Daniel son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love now, his interaction he, with Billy Zabka. He would be funny if he turned went Cobra Kai next season. <laughs> you know, I could see him fitting in with that crowd. I really could. Maybe he could crease the student and have like an evil version of Cobra Kai. There you go. Uh, now, the last thing I want to kind of touch base on, did you guys take advantage of your free trial to YouTube Red at all? I did not. Uh, I, I'll, I'll admit I finished watching the 10 episodes, and this is no offense to the uh, to the, to the product or, the, or anything else. I canceled my membership after watching it. And, and unfortunately, uh, down the road, however long we got to wait for the next season, hopefully we don't have to wait a year for it, but when the next season comes out, Maybe they'll have more things out there that'll interest me, but right now I just didn't really have any interest in anything else out there. Yeah, I I tried. I, I scoured all of their original content, and it was pretty dreadful, to be honest. Uh, I, I did like the fact that you know I, I like to listen to long interviews on uh, my way to and from work, and it, it was nice to be able to do that with YouTube. But it's not really worth the eleven dollars a month. You know what the thing is? This is a essentially a new format, and this was really the show that they're trying to use to kick off this platform. Even though it's been around for I don't know how long, um, I just heard about. Like I said in the first part of the show, I didn't even know what it was until I heard about this thing. I get that, but they've got to make things more a- attractive. A year from now, or however long it isn't when season two comes out. Who knows, Tom? I mean, they might pick up, you know, a lot of shows that people like are getting canceled. Maybe they'll pick up something that, you know, maybe they'll possible. Maybe they'll reboot something else a la Cobra Kai. You know, maybe, maybe they'll find something else that they can make work in that similar sense or they'll have some new material come out. I mean, 
it, it could be, you know, who's to say what a year from now could be like? Like right now, yes, totally. It, I'm sorry to say, aside from Cobra Kai, I, I can't justify having another monthly fee for this. But no, look at what DC's doing now. Say what you will about the movies that they're putting out in the theater, but they're really getting their ducks lined up in a row for their streaming service where they're going to yes. launch with several new titles that you're going to want to watch. Whereas YouTube had five hours worth of content that you could binge in one evening. Right. That's not worth $11 at all to me. But uh, Peter, what about you? Did you explore YouTube Red at all? Um, I did not. There was another show that I kind of uh, caught wind of that I wanted to check out and I kept forgetting. But it, it involves time travel. And that's the only reason I was going to check it out. Yeah. I feel like it was called Lifeline, perhaps something to that effect. I think also maybe 10 episodes, but I haven't taken advantage of, of it. Um, I canceled my first subscription before the 30 days was up and started a new one with a different account. <laughs> well, I took advantage indeed, I guess. Yeah, I, I just canceled my account literally while uh, we were waiting to get everything started tonight. Uh, again, maybe next year it'll be better. I'll, I'll definitely be back to watch season two. You know, I think that's probably the best compliment I can give that service. And you know what? I don't care if I got paid for season two. No, no, it's worth the $11. I, I'll admit, uh, no, I did not do this, but part of me thought about letting it go for a whole month so at least i paid for the first for one month before i canceled it i i didn't do that but i thought no. about it i genuinely thought about it because i thought you know what i want to give some money towards this so let's go ahead and wrap this up gentlemen uh peter we've mentioned a, a couple times that you and i have done extensive coverage on this uh this show where can they find that coverage and is there anything else that you might want to talk about uh our content or maybe even our guests yeah, we did uh, a review on each individual episode of Cobra Kai, went scene by scene, and kind of broke down, you know, again, some of the lines or some of the happenings, maybe even something in the background that the filmmakers, you know, inserted for the fans. Also, we interviewed five of the cast members, uh, and they can all be found on TV Ate My Brain. That's the name of the podcast, part of Core Ten Parts, but... For easier access, if you go on Twitter, we started a Twitter account specifically for our coverage. It's at Cobra Kai Pod. I've uh, tweeted out every single episode, and that's probably going to be easier. But if you subscribe to TV8 My Brain, just uh, you can click on the tab like your library and just search Cobra Kai, and it's going to filter out just those episodes. As far as everything else, though, you also have a Facebook, uh, don't you? I do. Uh, all three of us are in there, and it's www. period Cobra Kai period TV AMB group. So it's uh, currently public right now. There's maybe half a dozen of us in there, and uh, also we're posting all of the episodes. We're sharing links. We're sharing memes. It's semi-interactive, you know, It's we're not bombarding people with things just to remain active, but if you guys want to join in and start a conversation, some of the coverages or what have you, share news, you know, things break and maybe we miss it. We Everybody has lives, so yeah. join in with other fans and interact with us. All right, and uh, where else can they find you as far as uh, your main Twitter and uh, your main shows? Yeah, it's uh, very simple, at Paul Stoutchik on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, again, Tom joined me last year for all four Karate Kid movies, and my show, if those, are, uh, if those that are unfamiliar with me, I do a lot of retro movie reviews. I do some instant takes on new releases, but uh, you can find me on anything at Paul Stoutchik. 
Alright, as far as Jake and myself, the easiest way is going to be hitting us up at Twitter. Uh, you can find me at The Drunken Dork on Facebook. If you're still there, you can uh, join our little page. It's called Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. You can always email us at drunkendorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you give us a good five-star review just because it gives us all those nice, warm, and fuzzy feelings. Easiest way to listen to us if you're not into the usual podcatchers like uh, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, why don't you get one of those Android phones and download the free Couch Party app? You can use it to listen to every one of our shows, keep up with our Twitter feed, and out. So we'll do the same thing with a whole bunch of other great shows that have uh, joined up with us there. Uh, if you're stuck at a computer, why not look at us uh, on Geeks Worldwide as well as the PodfixNetwork.com. So, with you as always is Tom Coe. And Jake Wilson. And our special guest, Peter. That's me. And remember, folks, you only have one liver. Ruin it well. Cue the music. So, Peter, uh, how many people do you think actually made it through the episode with all the potty language? <laughs> I'm sure they heard the entire thing because <laughs> be, because they they want to hear uh, some of our speculations of season two. You yes. know, ha- you know, w- with everything being so fresh and nothing of season two having been out at that point when we recorded. Yeah, I mean, season one had just concluded. Not what maybe a week pr- previously. I don't remember when we recorded that episode. But mm-hmm. um, I did mention that uh, I believe we had five uh, interviews at that point, which we didn't, ex- you know, we didn't even think about doing mm-hmm. interviews, you know, to start off with. Uh, we were still operating under TV at my brain at that point. Yeah. And we had like half a dozen group members, uh, which has <laughs> grown exponentially. So um, a lot has changed for us, uh, for, for sure. You know, if, if you're, if you guys are a newer listener and maybe this is the first episode you listen to, go back and check out some of the interviews we've done. You know, we've oh, uh, yeah. interviewed the creators, many people from the original trilogy, um, movies, you know, with Daniel in them. Just a lot of people at, at this point, you know, uh, the composers of, of of Cobra Kai. So just a lot of wealth of knowledge out there from, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. It, something that re- literally started as a lark. You know, you asked me to uh, help you review uh, the original Karate Kid. Never would have thought that it would lead to all of this. Not at all. Not at yeah. all. And, you, you know, we've... um I don't know. We, we, we've... I don't even know what to say at this point. You know, it. Uh, I I know what to say. Huh? Thank you to anybody who's listened to us. To anybody who's uh, come on the show, it would not have happened without the support of all you folks. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, I'm gonna echo that sentiment uh, as I usually say. Thank you to everybody that has supported us in one way or another. Uh, even if you interact with us on social media and don't even listen to podcasts, you know. Yeah, uh, we have a. W- huge- wasn't there a? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there somebody who posted something about not knowing that we had a podcast? Uh, probably. I, I yeah. thought I saw that. I thought that was hilarious. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, we have a really big Facebook group and, um, just from what I've seen in the numbers, I, I'm, I'm positive a good majority of the people in our group are in there just because it's a Cobra Kai group, first and foremost. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, they're not all podcast listeners and some people still don't know how to listen. And, and you know, and that's podcasts aren't for everybody, right? And, um, for those people who we are for, we thank you. Yes. So we talked about the group page. Um, if that is something you guys are interested in joining, just go on Facebook and search www. period Cobra Kai period TV AMB group. You spell out the words period, 
Just send a request. You know, there's a little thing we ask you to do. And if you do that, we will grant you the access. If not, you'll, you know, sit there in a list with other people who have not done what we asked. Um, just to prove to us that you're not a bot. That's really it. You know, it's really yeah, simple. And honestly, the only reason why I wanted to do this, you know, why I agreed with it is when we have people who are associated with the show as members, you don't want to have them to deal with that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. Uh, we have, you know, some very simple rules, you know, basically uh, no spoilers. And, you know, with season two approaching very, very quickly, we want to make sure everybody, you know, it, it's p- people tread lightly, w- tread lightly, you know, but also people want to just get away from reality sometimes. And we don't want to you know mess that up for them spoiling even the littlest of things to you something may not be a spoiler but to somebody else it could be huge yeah that's why at at the time of this recording i've been pretty scant on the group yeah yeah you are dodging the spoilers like neo dodging a bullet i I, you know that's that's, (laughs) did i tell you i didn't see any of those gifts uh you did not but i believe it because i didn't even see them all you know i saw a couple which i was just like oh that doesn't look quite familiar but i didn't even think they'd be season two until we got word that you know so yeah gift gate that is definitely a thing (laughs) 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 so um yeah I, i know there's people out there who don't care if they're spoiled hey that's fine with you but please be mindful of those you know that do care if they're spoiled or not now depending on the uh pronunciation could giftgate also be operation jeff jam um well you see here's the thing so i once heard somebody say it's gif because the first word is is graphic you know so you go with the hard g that's you know and i I could understand gif as well because you know if you just read it you know gif but um i think that makes sense to me you know graphic (laughs) so you go with the hard g but um, Jif Jam, sure. You know. <laughs> I'll leave you with that one, Tom. <laughs> um, all right. All right. So, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Um, yeah, if you're a newer listener, uh, I encourage you to go check out some of those really cool interviews that we have done with, uh, you know, cast members from uh, Cobra Kai. But also, especially if you are fans of the Karate Kid movies, some, um, you know, some, some fan favorite characters as well. But uh, if you want to interact with, you know, us on Twitter, you can find our show at Cobra Kai Pod and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Podcast. Uh, I do host a retro movie review called Podstalgic, which you can also find on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Tom, do you do anything else? Uh, well, I am still the occasional co-host of uh, this show that you listen to, uh, Jake and Tom Conquer the World. Uh, I've got to admit, I'm kind of uh, nervous about the fa- the feedback on this one. I uh, hope you guys liked it. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, though, you can find me on Twitter at The Drunken Dork, or you can find me on Facebook at Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. All right, so that's going to do it. Thank you guys for supporting us. Uh, we really do appreciate it, uh, new and old listeners. Yes. Um, and special shout out for, you know, those that, you know, do find uh, the time and, and speak to us, you know, and sharing your uh, insights on, you know, the behind the scenes and stuff. I, I know the fans really do enjoy listening to them. Yeah, I I'm not somebody who likes to toot their own horn. But I think this show has kind of, uh, in a very cool way, turned into uh, the behind-the-scenes extras that everybody's kind of wanting YouTube to do. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh. So toot toot away, sir. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was your cue to toot too. But if you're not gonna oh. do it, that's that's. Well, come on. Come I on. Thought, you know. The, come on. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. No, I will, won't leave you hanging there. <laughs> toot toot. All right. There we go. I like it. All right, guys. <laughs> we will see you guys uh, soon. Actually, there's there's gonna be another episode coming up soon, and then after that, season two. See you guys. Yeah. Can't wait. Yep. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtandparts.com. Uh, yeah, it's a Sensei Lawrence. I'd say I was sorry I missed your call, but I'm not sorry. Sorry is for losers. If you're ready to learn the way of the Cobra, go to the internet and go to my website, Cobra Kai, period, C-O-M. No mercy.